grab your motherfucking bongs, joint, vape, whiskey, or whatever you're going to need to get through this one, gang. Because this is a fucked up one. But I had to do it because, you know, I promised you guys true crime. And I'm going to bring you the wildest in true crime. At least try to, you know. People uh, people have gone through some of these cases, but I'm going to try to bring cases that haven't been talked about um, or that haven't been talked about a lot. Uh, This one is one of those. Uh, Some people know about this, but a lot of people don't know these, the the details. The details is where it gets fucked up. Um, Wait, first things first. Happy motherfucking new year. And fuck you, 2020. I hate you. Fuck that year. 2021? You have one fucking job. One job. Just be a little better than that shit show of 2020. That's all we need out of you. You don't got to be the best year. You don't have to be a phenomenal year. Just be better than 2020. That's, that's, that's all the people can ask for. That's all I'm asking for because fuck, I hated it. 2020 fucking sucked. Uh, but it did have some good. I did start my podcast. Uh, I did, uh, learn that, um, not having a job can be fucking a little crazy, but it can also make you focus on other things. Uh, and I learned that, uh, you know, I can be strong through shitty situations and I hope a lot of y'all learned that. And I hope all y'all that are listening, you know, made it through and, uh, kept your sanity and your your physical health and everything else you know up to par but if you didn't don't let that beat you down just keep working keep getting back into gear improve yourself and make 2021 uh, a rebound year if you had a rough you know a bad setback last year um but yeah just don't let it don't let it beat you down to where you you quit that's all i can i can tell you uh but while our minds are still freshed, are still freshed, <laughs> are still fresh, uh, I'm gonna keep the uh, fucked up things going because you know, 2020 is still kind of fresh. So just just keep the fucked up stuff going. Why not? And we're gonna talk about the insane case of Michelle Blair. Um, whew. ooh, man, it's a fucked up one, guys. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. I'm sorry I keep saying that, but, oh, it's really bad. And and some of you might have heard of this, you know, about this psychotic cunt that I'm about to talk about because of her wild court testimony that, you know, it it made national news because it's fucked up. And don't worry, you're going to hear some of that court case because that's, to me, that's one of the craziest parts. But uh, most don't know about her. And most definitely don't know about the extreme, brutal, and gruesome details that she unleashes on the court. So, uh, yeah. Whew. Strap in. And this one, honestly, is a case that really made me, like, li- like pause. Like, literally had to pause the documentary I was watching on this case twice during the details part because of that, like just extreme brutality so because of that i am putting a little warning i'm not you know i'm not going to be like turn this off but i'm putting a little warning 
that this does const- it, it does contain you know extremely graphic details and recounts of crimes against children specifically torture rape and murder so you have been warned before you keep proceeding this shit is bad um now that i've gotten that warning out of the way let's let's jump into this just just talk about this sick monster that the neighborhood she committed her crimes has dubbed her the demon of detroit and you will see that name fits her perfectly i mean to a t <laughs> she definitely lived up to fucking demon of detroit because jesus christ fucking psychotic cunt of a human being um so not much of anything has been talked about blair's past or upbringing uh just nothing's been known no one's really like talked to her about it that can release the details only a psychologist has talked to her and they can't fucking you know they can't legally talk about that shit so we just don't know a lot uh about you know the the fucked up things that might have happened to her but a psychologist that interviewed her uh he they're, they're not allowed to say what you know th- they said and all that stuff they can't give those details but he did say that she exhibits signs of past trauma abuse and possibly sexual abuse from the violent natures of her crimes and her conduct while locked up i gotta believe some of that shit is true you know i i because most people just don't grow up to do this violent and insane shit out of nowhere and you know people just don't and there are there are people that do do that there are the people that's just their minds are just completely fucked and she might be one of those people that her mind is just completely just twisted and just gone and she just is evil just pure evil you know there's there is there are those people there are people that are purely evil and it's it's sad and it sucks and it sucks that we can't identify them immediately from birth but when we do identify them we gotta uh we gotta do like what we did with this bitch put that bitch in prison forever oh my goodness Ooh. Ooh. Bravo. Man. <coughs> wow, JW. Oh man, if you guys are ever in Springs and you have your medical card, uh go check out Green Farms cuz uh the man has got some some fire out there. Jesus. Ooh. Ooh, so lung expanding. <coughs> tingles in the lungs but doesn't burn you know that nice that nice tingle just kind of tickles your lungs until you want to (laughs) just cough a little bit of it out but then it's just pleasant it's immediate head high holy shit that head high is immediate i am focused i'm locked in to this fucking podcast now (laughs) shit is got me wired uh (laughs) so since nothing has been said about her past, uh, we're just going to start this session in 2012 when the madness began. Now, uh, let me preface this with uh, the fact that this is Blair's account. 
This is Michelle Blair's account of what happened. This has not been confirmed. And honestly, it's actually been denied. So this is her account of why she did the things she did. But I don't believe that shit for a second. <laughs> I don't believe it at all. <laughs> I think she's just, you know, a sick monster that snapped. But we have to say, you know, we have to go off of what she said because she did make the confession. And unfortunately, that's how I do these podcasts. I got to go off the information that's given to me. Um, but yeah, experts, me, the court, a lot of fucking people didn't believe <laughs> the shit she was saying. But, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, we still have to, uh, you know, address what she did say. And it's pretty fucked up what she did say. So I mean, it definitely shows her psychopathy a little more. And it shows, you know, just how wild she is. Uh, so according to her, in August 2012, uh, Blair returned home one day and found her youngest child playing with dolls. But he was not playing with them in the manner a kid should be playing with dolls. Uh, the kid was simulating sex with the dolls, sparking Blair to ask angrily, why are you doing that? Uh, and then she asked, quote, did anybody ever do this to you? Uh, she then said the child responded that his brother Steven did it to him. Now, I firmly believe this is bullshit because of what the kids said, but even without the kids' testimony, I would have thought this was bullshit anyways because her whole story just sounds like bullshit. Like, people don't... I, that's just not how you ask questions. <laughs> like, who, who just go... Like, if you see a kid doing that, you'd be like, hey, why are you doing that? Like, don't do that what you've been watching on TV, like, you're not gonna immediately think, oh, who's been fucking doing that to you, like, immediately. Like, if that's immediately your thought, then maybe, like I said, she was sexually abused, so that was the first thing that popped into her head. But, as I said, I don't believe this at all. So, <laughs> the whole thing's bullshit. Uh, so, after she allegedly found out Stephen violated her child, she said she immediately went upstairs and confronted him. Okay. Gang, it's about to get graphic. So strap in because it's, it's, it's fucking brutal. I'm not going to lie. It's brutal. And it's not easy to hear. And if you have a kid, I'm going to give you a, a big time warning. This is, this is the part that you might, you know, woosah a few times. Uh, it's, it's, whew. Uh, so she said she began kicking and punching the child brutally before placing a trash bag over his head, making him lose consciousness and repeating the process a few times. So she just, you know, put it over his head, make him pass out, beat him up, put the bag over his head. It, it was a repetitive process. Uh, she then poured scolding hot water. <gasps> Excuse me. Excuse me. Scolding hot water on the child's genitals repeatedly causing his skin to literally melt off. <sighs> Whew, I can't even imagine this pain this kid is going through, man. Fuck. Uh, so after that, she then forced the child to drink Windex, 
while also not giving him water. So this Windex was the all the child had for hydration during this time, during this whole torture period. That was his hydration. No water, fucking Windex. <sighs> Man, this bitch deserved the worst. Uh, so she then tied a belt around the child's neck, lifting him up repeatedly while asking Stephen, do you like how this feels to be choked with a belt? Making him lose a con, uh, excuse me, making him lose consciousness again. Fuck, man. And so this, the, the choking stuff was referenced to what she said Stephen used to do to her youngest when he assaulted him saying that the child said, quote, Stephen would choke me with a belt, end quote. And then she also said that she, uh, that the child would have his face pushed into the plastic of the bed mattress because he used to, he used to pee the bed a lot. That was one of his bad habits. And when that happens, parents like to wrap the pla uh, mattress in plastic so they don't have to worry about the mattress being ruined by urine. So he had plastic on his mattress and she said that the child said that Stephen would force his face into the plastic of the mattress while assaulting him. So that's what prompted her to do the trash bag thing that I said earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, just, 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 just the worst torture. Fucking the worst torture you can think of. Uh, after two long weeks of torture, Stephen finally succumbed to his injuries and he died on August 30th, 2012. Man. <sighs> to survive two weeks of torture. Let me tell you guys something. That's, that's, that's some extreme shit, man. A day of torture is, is hell. It's hell. So two weeks of that? Uh, so after that, Blair then placed his body in the deep freezer. So fast forward to nine months after torturing and murdering Stephen Blair. Uh, Blair then claims she then found out her other daughter, her oldest, Stoney, was also raping her kids. Now, again, this was never confirmed by an investigation, nor by any of the children. Just want to make that completely clear. So, immediately after finding out, uh, Blair uh, says she began to beat Stony brutally. Just, just would be, just beat her. Uh, not, not confirming anything. Just, just beat her. Uh, she would burn her with a clothing iron. She would beat her with a two by four. That was uh, the main weapon that she beat her with. Uh, she would beat her with a curling iron and burn her with it. Uh, and then Blair then claims in May of 2013, so the following year after she murdered Stephen, she said that Stoney, while being tortured and beaten, Stoney said, quote, she hated her siblings. Why the fuck would Stoney say that when you are beating her for torturing or for, for raping and hurting her kids, why the fuck would she then make you 
why would she say something so stupid? This is why I'm saying, like, I don't believe anything Michelle Blair says. Like, fuck this woman. So she said that Stoney said that she hated her siblings, and that just set her off. That just made Blair just fucking go off. And out of that anger, she then started strangling Stoney with a T-shirt. And then after strangling her with a T-shirt, she then put a, a trash bag over her head and suffocated her until Stoney ultimately died. So then she fucking decided to scar her oldest daughter by making her wrap the body, wrap Stoney's body in plastic and put it on, uh, put it in the deep freezer on top of her brother just to further fuck those kids up even more. Jesus. Oh man. So then Blair then contemplated turning herself in. That's what she says. Uh, I also don't, this is bullshit. There's no way she fucking even thought about turning herself in because this fucking woman doesn't have a soul. She doesn't have morality. She doesn't fucking have a, she doesn't have a part of her brain that's like, oh, I did something bad. I just don't believe that. I think she's just a fucking piece of shit. So I doubt she ever, ever thought to do the fucking right thing. Bullshit. You didn't do that shit. Lying ass bitch. You're lying. You ain't fucking never thought about that shit you psycho cunt uh so she then said she changed her mind she never had that in her mind after her youngest child said he didn't want her to go just more bullshit uh so because of her child's so-called statement she decided to leave the bodies in the freezer and cover up the kids deaths like a fucking piece of shit would um, those kids laid in those freezers for almost three years. And I know what y'all are asking. I know what you're thinking. How the fuck do kids disappear for almost three years without an inquiry, checkup, or anything for those kids? Well, it was a combination of people minding their business a little too much and a woman that was wasn't very social so a lot of people just didn't really interact or ever see these children so they didn't even know these children were missing because they never even saw her with them like she was very anti-social and she she kind of like hit her kids and you'll you'll find out why um so <clears throat> blair took the kids out of school before the torture of steven took place you know making me think she really did plan to kill these kids like she planned it that's why she took them out of school it's like what other reason would you have to take them out of school uh and said that they were going to be homeschooled and in michigan unfortunately you do not have to like tell the state or city or anybody or the school that you took them out of how you're going to educate your kid and you don't have to put a curriculum you don't have to tell them shit there's no regulation there's no body that regulates homeschooling so it's it's a fucking joke <laughs> if you ask me and uh kids could definitely fall to the wayside because of how they don't regulate shit um oh mr thirsty boy over there that's uh you hear my dog drinking water over there he's my co-host now on my podcast he doesn't say much but he does make loud noises with his tongue. <laughs> hey, Bubba, you want a treat? You want a treat? 
Yeah, fat ass want a treat. Let me get this guy treat. So, <clears throat> anytime the neighbors asked about the kids, Blair would always just have an excuse ready to go. Just adding to her methodical planning in these kids' deaths to me. It's just, you know, she, she had these excuses, I think, ready to go. Nothing uh, nothing was a secret. Here you go, buddy. And, uh, yeah, so uh, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that she planned this shit out pretty well. No doubt in my mind. Uh, so Blair was a fucking bum. Plain and simple, she sucked. She was lazy. She was a piece of shit. Um, and she couldn't hold a job. And she pretty much survived off of government assistance, family loaning her money, and, you know, a job here and there, but never anything worthwhile, uh, never anything that, you know, would be consistent money that would help keep her afloat. Here you go, buddy. Uh, So because of this, she was always asking her family for money. She was always just being a broke little begging bitch. Oh, I need some money. Can you help me out? I need 50 bucks. I need 100 bucks. You know, everybody got that one, you know, family member that just be always annoying. Just, hey, man, let me get 20. Everybody got that person. Uh, she was that person. But her family grew tired of this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? They were like, yo, we done with you, bitch. You done. We done. You just a bum. You need to get your shit together. So they cut her ass off and told her to get a fucking job, you bum bitch. God damn. <laughs> fucking get your life together. <laughs> so <clears throat> she was a lazy, psychotic cunt. So she didn't get a job. And she became broke fast and got behind on rent even faster. Mm. A typical bum shit. Fucking bitch. So, <clears throat> because she fell behind so fast, this prompted her landlord to have to evict her and say, You gotta go, bitch. You're too broke to stay here. And on March 24th, 2015, she was served with a nice good old eviction order. You gotta go, kick rocks, bitch. And, uh,. Because of this eviction notice, Eastside Detroit was about to be shocked. Ooh, I have to hit some weed. Because I got to get as high as possible before this uh, next part. Well, not next part, but part coming up soon. I got to be on a certain level for it. It's like that, guys. It's like that. So, <coughs> so long, tingling. <coughs> Ooh, that one got me. Ooh, I promise, guys. It's not. It's not the Rona promise it's purely just good weed um (coughs) damn so she she wasn't home for the eviction order so the order allowed the landlord to enter the premises and remove any property 
with or without the owner's consent. So they just went in and said, we got to get this dirty bitch out. So this is when the movers would discover the horror that was held in that deep freezer for almost three years, guys. Almost three years. And it, it, honestly, if she wasn't evicted, who knows if this shit would have ever been discovered. These people weren't, no one was looking for these kids. So, I mean, who knows, man? Thank God she got evicted because those kids probably would have stayed in there for years, maybe decades. Fuck, man, that's horrible. So, at first discovery, the movers only saw Stoney's body. But after police arrived, they made the other horrible discovery of Steven's body under Stoney's. Oh, man. That's just horrible. Like, you just see that, and you're like, man, there's a dead kid in there. And then they're like, fuck, there's two dead kids in here. This ain't no fucking accident. Duh. Uh, so, <clears throat> neighbors wasted no time telling the police where Blair was at. They were like, uh, bitch is right over there. Yeah, she was, yeah, right down the street. Third house on the left. Uh, she was close by at a neighbor's house with her other two children, but she didn't have her other kids who neighbors said they hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, guys. Maybe you should have said something earlier. Um, so police then found Blair at the home. And after very, very, very brief questioning, she was arrested for murder. Like, they, they I imagine, hey, Bubba, don't, Bubba, don't do that. Hey, back up. <laughs> uh, Bubba, you, you, you can't touch the wire, buddy. You can't touch the wire. Because if you touch the wire, it messes with the sound. No, no, no. No, no, no. Back up. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, you're a good co-host sometimes, but right now you're being bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, after some beef questioning, <clears throat> she she was arrested for the murder. Uh, I imagine she didn't have much of an excuse of like, yeah, where, where are your other kids? Uh, cause we found two kids in the freezer at your place and you don't have the other kids. So what the fuck is going on lady? So yeah, they arrested for murder and while being hauled off, she was said, she just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And to that, I say, fuck you, woman, and you're goddamn sorry. What you did to those kids can't be fixed or alleviated with a fucking apology. Like, get out of here with that apology. Take that sorry, shove it up your ass. I would have slammed her head on the car a few times trying to get her in. Like, oh, damn, I just can't get you in the car. <laughs> Fuck it, bitch. Uh, the police then took the bodies to the morgue where they had to let them thaw out uh, for almost uh, three whole days uh, before, be, uh, before being able to perform an autopsy. Uh, the bodies were identified as Stephen and Stoney Blair and ruled their deaths homicide, um, of course, by blunt force trauma and thermal trauma for Stephen and for Stoney, uh, blunt force trauma and strangulation. Uh and determined their bodies had been in the freezer for at least a couple of years. Oh, man. 
Drop the ball, guys. Uh, Blair was formally charged with the murders of Stephen and Stoney and made a full confession. Straight up just, you know, confessed to it. So, guys, this is where I'm going to play some necessary clips of Blair's full confession in court. But, uh, yeah, let me just warn, this is probably going to be the hardest part of the podcast to listen to. Because Blair goes into graphic detail, and she shows no remorse. She she kind of instead like she shows like pride in what she did. So here's your warning: if you don't want to hear some some really really bad fucked up details, skip the next you know twenty twenty five minutes or so because it, it's gonna get pretty. It's gonna get fucking graphic, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> ahead of time, but don't worry. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give you a little pause and talk about some things. But yeah, it's it's gonna get bad, guys. Uh, so here we go. Ms. Blair, what did you do to Stony Blair that makes you guilty of premeditated murder? She raped my son. I intentionally killed her. How did you do that? Um, starting from the beginning, when I found out about what Stoney was doing, it was nine months later after finding out about Stephen. So for the whole nine months, we were in the house. She was still raping my child. I did not know that. When I first found out, after told me, um, I took a minute because I was not understanding, you know, what was, that she did that to him. But um, I repeatedly punched her. On many occasions, my son, I told him to tell me every single thing she did to him. So as she was telling me, he was telling me more and more things that she did. I assaulted her every time he told me what she did to him. Um, by assault, I mean I punched her. I have put a bag over her head till she lost consciousness. Um, I threw hot water on her, scalding hot water from the faucet. Um, Did you hit her in the head with a wooden yes, stick? Yes, I hit her in her head multiple times, over and over. Was that shortly before she died? That was actually days before she died and the day she died. Okay. Um, I hit her on her back. It's like with her tailbone. Um, I kicked her. May twenty fifth is actually the day she died. Well, the day I killed her. And you said you killed her by putting a grocery bag over her head. Yes. Um. That day, would tell me different things because she was doing this to him for years, and I did not know that. You get what I'm saying? And I didn't find out till nine months later. She had started with Stephen. She ruined my son. Okay. She started with Stephen before he even started. So. Yes, I put a bag over her head, but um, it got worse that day. Yes, I did. It got worse that day because 
She would tell me how she would take her pad, her menstrual pad, and squeeze her blood out in his mouth. Okay? And it was just, it was over. So, <clears throat> I got to pause it there because uh just got to say, just already you can you can hear the the lack of remorse in her voice you can just hear the that she she did she really is kind of enjoying telling the details of this shit like it's so fucking just the evil that you hear in her voice is just so fucking bad and just unbelievable i, I i've honestly i've heard a lot of people confess i've heard fucking psycho killers confess to killing people i've heard people confessing to like killing pedophiles with no remorse and i've i've never like i've heard it a few times but like i've never heard it out of a woman this much joy and i've definitely never heard it killing a child like the, the joy in her voice is just it's so twisted, just so fucked up. <sighs> All right, so let's let's go on. Wait after that, it was over with. You meant to kill her. I definitely meant to kill her. Okay. It wasn't an accident. No, not at all. Okay. If I had a chance to do it again, I would. When you went and got the grocery bag and suffocated her, that was your intent. Yes. Okay. Um, she was standing in the bathtub. I was throwing hot water on her. My son was standing to my right outside the bathroom door and he was telling me everything he was telling me i looked at her and i'm like you did this and she was like yes so i actually had a stick and i was hitting her in the head every time he told me something i hit her very hard in her head and i was throwing hot water on her and when i actually took her out of the bathroom i took her back in her room and i just kept staring at her and i said excuse my language to him just like you know i'm constantly asking her she kept saying i hate him and i'm like you hate him you know and she admitted to me that she hated she hated steven she hated everybody and i'm asking her why she says everybody always think so cute and i'm like so you brother because you get what i'm saying so it's i meant to i definitely meant to the fact that she says, you get what I'm saying, <clears throat> it's like, no, bitch. Nobody in that court is going to get what you're saying. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Even if those kids had raped your kids, even if that was the case, what you did, bitch, no one is going to be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you had to do that. No one. Bitch, you are fucking psycho. Talking about you get what I'm saying. Bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up, get what I'm saying, you psycho bitch. <laughs> and I do not feel any remorse for what I did to Stoney. Because she had no remorse for what she did to my son. And it's not only raped him, she gang raped him with Steven. <laughs> Ross sitting on the floor and he was telling me this is how I found out about both of them doing it together. But it was too late. Steven was gone. But <laughs> told me that Stoney would actually make him sit there while, in his words, him and Stoney, her and Stoney did the nasty stuff, and then they did it to him. And so I'm, this was that's your way of inflicting punishment? Definitely. Okay. 
Okay. Where did that happen? What? Where did it? The death. Her actual death? Yes. Um, I, I Not the location of the house. Where did you live at the time? Oh, Is that in the city of Detroit? Yes. Okay. Your Honor, go ahead. Can we ask, um, Ms. Blair, if she ever actually saw or witnessed any of these acts with regard to Stoney or Okay, yeah. So you guys can't see see uh, the reaction, but <laughs> her reaction when that lady asked that, <laughs> she turns around and gives that lady the most just bitch. Like <laughs> Michelle Blair gives her the look of just, I'm going to kill this bitch <laughs> for asking that question. <laughs> it's like, eh, that's kind of a viable question to ask. Sorry. <laughs> but okay, I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, she just, the way she just was so pissed off at that question, it was just, that was, that was, that was kind of satisfying to see how she, she was basically like, bitch, you are lying. Quit lying. You think you did not, no one raped your kids, bitch. That's basically what she was like. That question was, all right, let's keep going. Did, did you ever actually see anything? of any sexual abuse of any kind between either Stephen and Stoney and I reject her question, but I will answer it because no one will say that this did not happen because it actually did. I just want to have a clear record. Because so far, all you've told me was that you just heard it. Did you ever And that they admitted it. No, I did okay. not. You okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand. But as I went back in my head and thought back to all the many things that was wrong over the years and I'm like that's what was wrong with you he'll use the bathroom say mom my butt hurts when I poop I, I don't know so I started giving him 100% juice to make his stool softer maybe to help him use but it, that wasn't the problem it wasn't his stool it was that he was being raped okay my son looked me in my eyes and he gave me a very detailed account of everything they did was not a violent boy he is a very sweet little boy so for him to stand there and look at me and say do it again he was hurting you know, so now she's going to basically say her kid was an accessory to the fucking torture and murder. It, like she's now she's insinuating her, her fucking her son that was that was allegedly raped was fucking cheering this shit up like this bitch. All right. At a certain point, I told him to stop talking. And I said, Stoney, you tell me to my son. And I said. If she's saying things that's not right, tell me. She started telling me many things, many things. And I also asked her, so why didn't Stephen tell me that when I asked him, did anybody do this to him? Why didn't he tell me that you did it to him? Because Stoney was going upstairs, beating Stephen's ass, threatening him. Basically, at a certain point after I was hitting Stephen, I didn't want to look at him. I didn't want to, I didn't want to look at him. So I told him to go to his room. When it came time to eat, I didn't want to take no food up, so I sent Stoney up because she volunteered, not knowing at that time that Stoney was raping either of them. But every time she went upstairs, I wouldn't have known if she hit him or not because I had put many bruises on him. So every time she went upstairs, she admitted to me that she was hitting him also, knocking the hell out of him, telling him, you better not tell her nothing. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I understand. When she admitted these things to you, 
Were you always being physical with her? The first time, no. We were sitting there. Okay. She denied it, denied it, denied it constantly. I'm like, Stoney, you better tell me sitting here. He don't know nothing about it. He constantly, you get what I'm saying? Who would admit that? Who would admit that if they did not do it? All right, tell me what happened to Stephen. Um, basically the same thing. Can I ask you a question first? The people standing behind me, this woman who just asked the question, is she trying to make it seem like this did not happen? No, no, no. Yes, bitch. Yeah, that's exactly what she's trying to do. And uh, yeah, because no one fucking believes you. They talked to the kids already, bitch. <laughs> this fucking, oh, this bitch. Oh, my God. They already talked to your kids. Jesus. They know the abuse they took. Just, oh my gosh. All right. You just have to have a clear record. Okay. But this is moment. your time to talk. Go Try ahead. Moment. All we're trying to do is just make sure that the record is clear. Okay. And so, don't worry about them behind you. Just do it. Just make sure she is. I mean, right now, ma'am, this is just you choosing to plead guilty. The people do not have any sort of plea agreement. Yeah, because, you know, it's like I'm willing to take a, a polygraph test. It's like because I understand people don't want to hear me, period. But I'm willing to take it on everything. I'm to you. Tell me what happened to Stephen. Um, I came home one day. My daughter, my oldest, met me at the door. And she's like, Mom, come see what he's doing with his dials. And I'm like, what is he doing? He was making one dial, his little wrestle man, hump on top of the other. No, I'm like, why was you doing that? I said, anybody ever do this to you? He said, no. I said, then why are you doing that? And he said, yes, Stephen did. And I was like, so this is the first I'm hearing about that period. This was nine months before Stoney. Mm -hmm. Okay, Stoney wasn't downstairs. And I, she was always in the background. I wish to God I had questioned everybody together, but I didn't. Would but, you say this was around August 30th, 2012? No, this was before August 30th. August 30th is when he died. Okay. This was when, maybe a week, a week and a half. Before he died? Yes. Okay. So that, telling you that set off some action? Yes, I went upstairs did, because Stephen was upstairs in him, his and room. And I went upstairs and I said, Stephen, said you was humping on him. And then Stephen stood up and he looked at me and right then I could tell I could tell something was wrong in his face because he was just like this. Ain't normal kid. I know my kid would have been like, what? That's not what he did. He stood up and looked at me like he had lost his mind. Okay? And it, it just hearing that from him had me f***ed up in my head, period. But I asked him, I said, Stephen, tell me the truth. Was you humping a He said, yes, but that was all. And I said, did you hump on him with your underwear off? He said, no, yelled out yes he did and i just remember going in the hallway walking back and forth like and i walked back up and i was like you how many of y'all think that that sounds like a fucking movie <laughs> like it just sounds like bullshit right i mean am i the only one that this is like bitch you are the lionist <laughs> like good god this woman oh man Fucking cunt. Your brother? You, you get what I'm saying? You a brother. So I'm looking at them too. I'm looking at them like, what? I can't understand. So I start punching Steven. You know what I'm, I'm like, what the f is you doing to him? I just, I just start asking him questions. 
But at this point, it's just spilling out. He's just spilling out. And mom, and he's doing like this, and he do this thing almost every night. He tell me how he was, the reason I put bags over Steven's head, because I thought he in the bed. My son was never a bad winner. Didn't know it was Steven waking up every morning, pissing on like he was a damn piece of Okay. Okay. All right. This is one of the most, this is the biggest bullshit thing that I think she said. She's saying that the kid stood over her her kid and pissed all over him. And she thought that that was the kid peeing in bed. Okay, first of all, if the guy is over you peeing on you, that means your whole fucking body is going to get wet. And under you where the pee stain should fucking be probably isn't going to be fucking wet. So it's going to look like an outline of fucking piss basically not like you pissed the goddamn bed. So this is just more of her bullshit spewing. Ah, <sighs> fucking this woman. <sighs> they had bunk beds. Stephen would get out the bed in the middle of the night. You would rape him in his own bed. You would pee on him instead of going to the bathroom. I'm waking up every morning thinking it's a bed wetter. So we just wash him up and go on. You, you, you a bed wetter. Let's so, talk about what you did to Stephen. The reason I put bags over Steven's head because my son told me that the plastic on his bed, because I thought he was a bedwetter, he said, sometimes, Mom, I couldn't breathe. Steven was laying on me, and he had my face down in the plastic on the bed. I couldn't breathe, and he was humping on my butt like a basketball. That's when I got a garbage bag and started putting it over Steven's head, and I started asking him, bitch, you know what I'm saying? You see what this feel like? You can't breathe? You stop my... That's my son. You could not breathe on top of getting raped. He was six years old at the time. You get what I'm saying? So I put a bag over his head. He lost consciousness. I did that a couple times. Um, he told me that would be face down. He had stuff around his neck. So I grabbed Steven and I grabbed a belt and I put a belt around his neck and I lifted him up. Like, do you like how this feels being choked with a belt? So I dropped him. I held him up until he lost consciousness as well. You were intending to... No, I did not intend to kill Steven, No, 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 I'm not... Listen to my question. You were intending to inflict serious physical harm, but not kill him. Definitely. Okay. Did you also punch him? Yes, I did. Multiple times. Yes, I did. (sighs) The fact that she says she didn't intend to kill him is like bitch you intended to kill anyone that you inflicted that kind of pain on especially a fucking kid so fuck you and your your bullshit lying i didn't intend to kill bitch yes you did fuck you cunt ass fucking you talked about choking him did you also burn him yes i did okay how did you do that hot water scalding hot water in our bathroom the hot, the hot water gets extremely hot so, um, his private area, I stood him in the bathtub naked. You, you, you my son with Joe, you know? So, yes, I threw hot water in his genital area multiple times. Multiple times. Every time, Stephen peed in my son's eyes. He put his in his ears, his nose. He peed. He even told me one time, Mom, and in my eyes, it was, it was... He said it was it was gooey, but it wasn't pee. And now she's saying that the kid 
like fucking ejaculated into the the child's eyes it's like you're his mom you didn't fucking notice sperm in a kid's eyes like what do you think he had pink eye what the fuck are you like what are you are you not seeing your kids every day like how did you not notice fucking piss on in your kid's face and fucking sperm in your kid's eyes like how the fuck do you not notice that shit and shit in his ears like you you're just a shit mom if you can notice that like get the fuck out her lies suck they fucking suck so bad oh my god right then it was like i didn't even know a nine-year-old could ejaculate you get what i'm saying so not only did you do that you in my son's eyes so my son had to go through all of this so yes yes i threw hot water on him repeatedly burn? yes it did his skin came off did you this also make him drink Windex? Yes, I did, because he told me in the middle of the night, he had took him in the basement, and he made him drink the blue stuff from under the sink. And I'm like, what? What blue stuff? So I walked downstairs, he showed me what I said, you made drink Windex. And then I went back to like years before, and I'm like, is this what was wrong with him? I thought he had the stomach flu, where you vomit and have diarrhea. You get what at the same time? This is at that time this is what was going around. A lot of people had it, so this is what I thought had. He didn't. Steven made him drink Windex. So yes, I made that boy drink Windex. Okay. I just try and clarify the record. Okay, again, you I gotta say, this fucking judge is the nicest judge in the world. <laughs> just just the fucking nicest judge. There's no way I could sit through this trial without saying, bitch, shut up. Or something just really degrading and mean to her. Cause she deserves to be degraded and just humiliated and talked down to because she's a piece of shit to the extreme. Uh, but this judge is just so nice and patient. I got to give her props for how calm she was hearing all this shit because I couldn't have done this shit. Fuck that. I would have been ready to just been up. Oh, 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 we're going to take a short recess. I'm going to mallet this bitch in the head if I don't <laughs> fucking. Ooh. You were seriously harming him, but you didn't intend to murder him. No. Okay. But your actions ultimately caused his death. Yes, they did. Okay. Were you Stephen's mother? Yes. Okay. He was in your custody. I don't claim him as my son now, and I do not claim Stony as my daughter. I have two children. That's it. Stephen and Stony are demons. Period. Listen to my question. At the time he died, he was in. This bitch just had the nerve to call someone a demon. I'm, I'm sorry. That's like Dahmer calling somebody a very bad man or, you know, Gacy saying, this guy deserves to die. It's just, wow, the hypocrisy, whew, to the extreme. Whew, oh, God. Your custody or care? Yes. Okay. How old was he? Stephen was nine. And again, did this happen at your house in the city of Detroit? Yes. What you did to Stephen was punishment for what you did is that right? For what he did to yes. For what Stephen did yeah. that was punishment. Right. And if I had killed Stephen intentionally, I definitely would be proud to say I did, but I didn't. But I know all the things that I did to him, how I hurt him, I know it did cause his death. You know what I'm saying? It was like that day, the day that he died, I went to his room, it was throw up in front of him on the bed. I got him up. He said he had to go to the bathroom, but he couldn't use the bathroom. By the time we came out the bathroom, his breathing was 
it was crazy. Steven usually has a strong heartbeat, but it was really faint, really, really faint. And then all of a sudden, he just started going like this, and I was holding him. We were both sitting on the floor, and I'm actually holding him up. Couldn't even hold himself. I'm like Steven, doing like this, because the day before that, I actually said I'm going to stop, because I looked in the room, and like, he is toe up, you know? Once again, she's claiming that she has morality and a, a soul and some kind of, you know, a little empathy for, for what she's doing. Bitch, we just listened to you describe everything and how proud you are of killing him. And now you want us to believe that you felt bad and you were going to stop. If you don't quit your motherfucking line. No, I was not. I never starved him, and that's another thing that they're not understanding. Okay, that that was that was another thing she said. I, I never starved him. So you were feeding him while you were torturing the shit out of him. The fuck, bitch! Really? This bitch is silly. He may have lost weight, but because they also they had their hands and and they controlled him in every type of way down to food they would steal they would take his meat basically we didn't always eat together i thought him and steven was very close so steven would manipulate me mom can we up in our room i'm like yeah go ahead i'm thinking that's his his that's his best friend that's his brother that's how he made his thing but that's a lie he kept up under his up under his wing on purpose man never wanted to be around steven and i don't know how i didn't see that so they would take his food and would actually only let him eat his vegetables so yes when i fed steven he only got vegetables and like healthy things and it was minimal like oatmeal and things like that he did not get meat to stole from my son and actually when i tried to feed him my son said mom that's bold they used to take my food all the time that's bold you get what i'm saying so yes now stony i did start talking about a kid said that you lie that's like all these people lying online about their kids fucking saying these crazy quotes Quit lying about that people online like this bitch is lying too. Your kid ain't say that, you lying ass. I did. Nine more months, you going and your big ass. She was 13. My son told me how she used to sit on his face. And she said, he said, Mom, it stinks real bad. And she was, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I did. I did. Then... Oatmeal is all that girl got. And she's lucky she got that once a day. Tony only got oatmeal? Oatmeal once a day. She's okay. very lucky she got that. I and I used to have to hide the fact that I was giving her oatmeal for because he didn't want me to feed her. And he had every right to feel that way. Hold on. Just where can we get... No, I'm, I'm good. You're okay? Okay. I just have a few more questions. When you were physically harming Stephen, was it ever your... So... <clears throat> Real quick, I want to point out, um, I know some of y'all are probably like, well, she's crying. Like, it seems kind of genuine. So <clears throat> a psychiatrist was talking about or a psychologist was talking about how uh, people that just ha have dealt with like trauma in the past when they're talking about, even if it's a lie, can bring out feelings of like uh, like that extreme emotion so if she was damaged in the past even if these kids weren't really abused her just talking about abuse can bring out those those tears and those extreme emotions that you're hearing from her in this uh in this court case or in this uh, trial 
So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. Intent to also cause any sort of serious mental harm. <laughs> well, I don't understand what you mean. When you were hurting him physically, was it also your intent to cause any sort of serious mental harm? What do you mean, mentally damage him? Yes. Like beating him in the head? No, like making it so that his, his thoughts aren't right. No, never. Makes sense? Okay. Physical punishment on what you did to my child because I had always told my kids the worst thing you can ever do to somebody is break them. I always told my son that and I always told the girls the worst thing you could do is cry rape on somebody if they didn't rape you. They fully knew what they were doing. So you were only intending physical punishment? Yes. All right, now, just so that I'm clear, you weren't allowing them to treat your other children like this, were you? What do you mean? You weren't allowing them to sexually assault. I wasn't allowing that. I, did, I never knew. That's exactly, you get what I'm saying? That's exactly what I wanted to know. You didn't know until afterwards. It's like... Am I right? Yes. Okay. It's this one instance I was asleep. Why you didn't tell me? He said, Mom, I even ran in the hallway and I had your hand. I was asleep. My son ran out and grabbed my hand. He was six and he was doing like this, trying to wake me up. Stephen was grabbing him back by the back of his shirt, pulling me. And I said, why did you just scream out? He said, I don't know. You get what I'm saying? He even had my hand pulling on me, trying to wake me up. And since I'm a hard sleeper, I didn't wake up. So to hear my son say that to me is real up that that should happen right up under my nose. So... Man, I don't regret none of this. I don't regret any of it. It's my son. That's my baby. There's no way that his brother and sister should know what he feels like on inside. There's no way. Understood. I don't feel no remorse for the death of them demons. Okay. All right. I'm going to accept the plea unless either counsel's dissatisfied. Oh, medical examiner's report. Go ahead. Your Honor, the medical examiner report for Stephen Gage Berry is joint. People and defense exhibit number one. It's dated March. 20, it's dated March 27, 2015. The medical examiner. So they're they're gonna go over <clears throat> the extent of their injuries. For Stoney and Blair is joint people and defendant exhibit number two. All dated March 27, 2015. Okay, well, they're accepted and they're yeah, admitted. Um, I'm wondering if Miss Blair ever called the police. Can you answer that question? Why is she asking? We're just trying to make a clear record. You mean to report what they had done? No. What they had done to no. But after I. Dum dum dum. More bullshit coming. I thought about Steven even before I started hitting him. I did actually call the police on advice and I told them like a hypothetical situation like. If, because I was scared, like, you get what I'm saying? What's going to happen with my other two? I definitely want to lose. And I definitely, I was definitely about to leave after that just happened. But I called the police and I'm asking, asking them in a case where it's one brother that's been raping the other, what can be done? Will they take both kids out of the home? And they said, well, actually, yes, they would take both kids out of the home, but this is a case for a CPS. And they said, is that, did that happen to you? And I said, no, it's actually a friend. They said, the best thing I can do is tell you to call CPS and they can guide you further on what to do. And they said, but basically it has to be an investigation. So both will be taken out of the home. You get what I'm saying? I so, understand. So 
that was never confirmed. None of that was ever confirmed. Uh, CPS also did not confirm that they do that, that they take both kids out of the home automatically. It's always based on the circumstances and the it's case by case. So, yeah, more more bullshit from her. And how they manipulate? I was their mother. I was their mother. So if they can manipulate me, I no, no. And I was not letting Stony go anywhere. I'm glad. I actually was gonna turn myself in right after Stephen died, and I told my son that you know I. I, I I got to go, and I got to go turn myself into police. I got to go turn myself in. And he said, turn yourself into what? And I said, turn myself into the police. That means I got to go because I killed somebody. And then he said, I don't want you to go. When he said that, that was it. So I put Steven in the freezer, and I said, I'm going to stay with my kids as long as possible. And I'm glad I did, because if I had not have done that, I would not have found out about Stoney. You see what I'm saying? So everything happened how it was meant to happen. She could have been right with them, fooling everybody. And my son end would have been totally ruined. Your Honor, I have in my in my hand the postmortem report for Stoney Ann Blair and for Stephen Gage Berry. And uh, the prosecutor and I uh, are using this as both, both joint exhibits of Exhibit 1 and Exhibit 2, and we tender them to the court. Okay. I'll accept them. To help you make a determination on a factual basis. So the the judge is going over the the forensics or the uh, medical examiner's report um, to basically determine, uh, I guess, her judgment uh, based off of what this bitch has said already. I don't think you need to even see that medical examiner's report. So, but hey, whatever you got to do. examiner's reports have been accepted as one and two and they are consistent with the testimony that was just provided by Ms. Blair. I believe there's a sufficient factual basis to accept the plea at this point. Counsel, are either counsel aware of any promises, threats, or inducements that were not disclosed on this record? The people are not. Defense is not here. So... Yeah, so now they're just going to talk about uh, her plea and then schedule her sentencing. Um, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry you had to go through that, guys. Uh, <laughs> I fuck, man. Uh, I'm gonna take a, a bong rip real quick because uh, oh shit. 
Where'd my lighter go? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I gotta take a bong rip from that, because, uh... <coughs> it's just a hard one. It's a hard one. <coughs> um... It's, uh... Listen to a lot of court cases. <coughs> I've listened to a lot of uh, confessions. That's definitely one of the hardest ones I listen to. Because <clears throat> you really don't hear confessions of child murders with that much pride and like lack of remorse. It's just rare. <clears throat> Extremely rare, but um, as you can see, it does happen sometimes. And um, yeah, for people like this, oh man, firing squad, bring it back. Oh man. I'm lucky. Ugh. I'm lucky enough to uh, not ever see this woman because I think I'd hit her if I saw her. I, this would be the first woman I struck uh, on purpose and uh, maliciously, like trying to just take her fucking head off if I saw her. I just, whew, worst human being. So <coughs> uh, I know that was hard to hear, gang sorry um trust me i paused that trial confession like i said twice when i was researching this so i don't blame anyone that has stopped this episode a few times or completely uh, honestly um now remember how i said i don't believe uh blair at all so yeah it, it's some intuition but it's mostly because the surviving kids own words that you know their mother abused them for years before she ever killed their siblings and continued to abuse them after the killings. Uh, there's also the fact that CPS substantiated abuse claims in 2002 and 2005, but Blair somehow fucking was able to keep her kids, uh, in part because of the kids' absent fathers, but still... Damn it, CPS. <sighs> Excuse me. CPS, y'all fucking suck sometimes. Like, in those times y'all suck, it usually ends up either in death or permanently damaging a child mentally or physically. Like, y'all gotta step it the fuck up. God damn. Like, I think it's, it is the biggest fail of this story because CPS could have possibly saved these kids. Maybe not completely save them because we all know how the foster system uh, is, you know, also horrible and just creates fucking just the worst children sometimes. But it could have saved them from Michelle Blair and that that's that that could have, you know, extended their lives a little longer. Or even change their lives. Because, you know, there aren't all, always bad things that happen out of foster kids. Some kids go to great homes, get raised and become amazing people and go on to keep living great lives. Like, it doesn't always end up bad. 
So this could have saved those kids, but they failed. And, you know, the surviving kids were examined uh, upon Blair's arrest and were found to have scars, bruises, and cuts, both old and new. So it just goes to show that one day those kids could have been the next victims if, you know, Michelle just snapped and just, you know, wanted to kill them or just made up another fucking story that her oldest was raping her fucking youngest. Like, who knows? Like, it could have been any time. Could have been the day after she got arrested. It's just CPS really dropped the ball. Really dropped the ball. Um, sorry, I, I just went on a tangent there. Um, but <clears throat> so on June fifteenth, twenty fifteen, she was formally convicted of two counts of first degree murder and was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole inside Huron Valley Correctional Institute. If anyone wants to send her some, you know, hateful mail or uh, if you could possibly send like a miniature bomb that only blows up upon seeing her face, like if there's some way you could do that, I don't know. But, you know, fuck this cunt. <laughs> uh, so remember how I uh, said I agree with her being abused at one time in her life and not being right mentally? Well, her issues are continuing inside to this day. She just keeps on keeping on. Uh, in the little over four years she's been locked up, this bitch has racked up 50 misconduct incidents. Bitch doesn't fuck around. She does not play. It's like every week it's something new with this dumbass bitch. Uh, because of these incidents, she's actually been given more fucking time, even though she can't really, you know get any more time bitches in there forever <laughs> but she was sentenced to three to five years in prison for two counts of assaulting a prison employee uh one of the times she uh, she just uh, started assaulting a, a fucking officer that tried to break up a you know a little dispute she was having and then the uh the other time bro this bitch this is how you know she's kind of off she took a fucking Pringles can, filled that motherfucker with shit and urine and launched it at an officer, hitting the officer in the head, shit and piss goes fucking everywhere. Yeah, that would, that officer, like, that officer had to have shown some extreme restraint not to beat the fucking shit out of this bitch because uh, if I was that officer, that bitch would have been in the infirmary for months. I would have crippled her. Fuck that. You throw shit and piss at me. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck you bitch <laughs> uh, when in court for those charges she also told the judge that the officers would provoke her and if they didn't do that it quote wouldn't have happened but you know the officers that attacked her like I said they didn't they didn't do shit to her they didn't provoke her they didn't they didn't do nothing to her she's just a crazy bitch <laughs> um, yeah she's just she's just nuts um, so, yeah, uh, one thing is for certain. This woman is fucking crazy and is one of those people that just deserves to be put in a hole and never let out. Just put her in a hole, like, and throw food and water down to her, but don't give her good food. Give her oatmeal because, you know, that's what she did. So 
eye for an eye. Fuck you, bitch. Just give her oatmeal every day, once a day. Oatmeal, water. That's all you get, bitch. Fuck you. That's all she deserves. So, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. And, you know, humanitarian people would be like, that's wrong. No, it's not wrong. Not not for this woman. I, I, I believe even humanitarian people would be, uh, they hear the details, they'd be like, ah, I mean, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, she's just the worst. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, gang, that's, that's the story of the worst mother you could, uh, ever possibly have, um, imaginable. Um, this story is a sad example of how a government agency and neighbors failed these kids as well. You know, if you, if you notice something, say something, folks, don't let a kid get abused because the effects can be devastating or even worse, fatal, you know, so... See something, say something. If you think something's happening, you know, just bring it up. The worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to do a checkup. And, you know, if shit's bad, you know, shit needs to be acknowledged. Um, Next week, we're exploring the wild world of cults. Yes, indeed. Cults, motherfuckers. Now, cults themselves aren't illegal. So, if I'm going over a cult, then you know it's got some crazy crimes involved with it as well. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, Join me as we talk about the wild fucking cult, Children of Thunder cult. (laughs) The cult that uh, thought it could take over the Mormon church using Brazilian orphan assassins. Yeah, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. So make sure you don't miss that fucking wild session. (laughs) It's fucking nuts. (laughs) Uh, Also, guys, I will be launching a completely separate show from uh, this one, uh, Token Talk presents Smoke Sports Sessions with my main man, Eric Fritz. So stay tuned for that uh, as well. Uh, Till next week, Tokers, make sure this year starts off with a bang and leave all that god-awful 2020 shit in the fucking past. Don't bring that shit to the future with you, man. Let's leave that back in that horrible, godforsaken, terrible year. And uh, live life to the fullest and uh, fuck Donald Trump. Bro, just let it go. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, guys. Love y'all. Peace. Hey, guys. I'd like to uh, also give a nice little shout out. Make sure you guys go check out my good friends at Last Call Nation. Uh, Last Call Nation's a great merchandise brand and lifestyle brand that just promotes living the good life and also just living life to the fullest. Uh, Make sure you go visit them at lastcallnation.com. Also follow them on Instagram at lastcallnation and check them out on Facebook as well. Make sure you like their page and make sure you purchase some of that merch. It's some pretty cool cool stuff on there too. I uh, just ordered one of my shirts, so I should be getting that soon. And, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, plugging them every single time, guys, because, like I said, amazing merch. Uh, Also, remember to make sure you share their page with your friends so that, you know, they can also live life to the fullest. And just remember, life is too short 
So grab every good time you can because you never know when it's going to be your last call.